1: You're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network. Today we wrap up our and Pod 3 coverage with a special episode. We do something we've never done before, and that's just talk. We hope you like it, but if you don't, that's no problem. Next week we'll be back with a regular scheduled programming. Enjoy.
0: When I'm looking for trouble, just fast.
1: welcome to cobras and fire my name is Baco and I am joined by loose cannon loose how are you enjoying the break you're taking from cobras and fire
2: so just understand uh I I saw you in person less than a week ago so this <laughs> is not it this is not I've told you I was going on sabbatical from you okay and and that, from everything this is not how a break works but yes I'm, <laughs> I'm doing well
1: hey you know what man don't answer the phone then all right yeah. Okay.
2: I mean, listen, you keep, I mean, every time I, I, I uh,
1: uh, every time I pull
2: out, you try to pull me back in. Uh, I could throw a mom joke in there, but I've, but I think a uh,
1: rock and metal combat podcast has that covered. Yeah. The problem. Well, they might sue us, you know, that's true. <laughs> hey, that's our deal. Um, and, yeah, that's and, right. Come uh, on. and you're a faggot.
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, exactly. Yes. And, and let me throw some other unpc PC things on it and call it a day. Let's go.
1: Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, Let's get into what we're talking about today. This is going to be kind of a special little side episode where we recap basically our experience in Rockin' Pod 3. Um, and again, like we talked about about a week ago, it was great to see you and have you out there. It definitely made the event more fun for myself, uh, aside from having to share a hotel room with you. But we'll get to that. I would <laughs> like to kick it off, though. Let's let's start with how it was for us to arrive in Nashville. and. I want to give you the honors because I already know the backstory on this, and I think the uh, the listeners are gonna they're gonna marvel at the uh, at the endurance of Loose Cannon. I mean, the the fact that you made it at all is an achievement of mankind. I think. I mean, yeah, they put men on the moon in the sixties, but you made it to Nashville on Friday, so I want to explain why I said that.
2: Sure. Well, you know, it is is the last uh, peek into my my life was my. Extra trash day, going bad, right? Car Co- issues, correct. And yeah, so you know, for whatever reason, after that, the car fired up a couple times, then broke down again. But I'm not going to go and do that. Um, it has been, uh, it was, it was quite an adventure. Right before hmm. the expo. Um, I'll say was, real
1: what, quick. I didn't even think yeah. about that. This all really did start with that that car issue you had. So, you know, there was so much that happened in that short time between that that I didn't even factor that in. That that had to be the first domino on on what we're about to hear.
2: So when the expo, you know, I decided to do the expo uh, at the same time. Unbeknownst to me, was an entire Florida vacation scheduled to, um, that that I would be returning back to Denver <laughs> on on Wednesday and then leaving on Friday. Uh, to Nashville at, at 8 a.m. Right?
1: Yeah, correct. Yeah. But, best laid plans. Uh...
2: Best best laid plans. And I already knew. I was always kind of annoyed, you know, that all this was packed in there. Plus, it's Orlando. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's balls hot in the in the middle. There's there's a. And by the way, um, you know, we talk. We make the joke about the hashtag Me Too movement. And then, is the biggest hashtag Me Too movement has to be Walt Disney. Probably there hasn't been something come against Walt Disney about his rapage of just the the American. Uh, public is beyond me because that is (laughs) that is a fleecing it basically was a family reunion Disney uh one day at Disney and then and then back back to Denver a weekend in Orlando in balls hot weather so does that sound fun to begin with
1: no and and I think eventually uh maybe this me too movement will will be so effective there will be no more rape that will eventually have to be uh uh offended by fleecing (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay. Is that how it goes?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's my prediction. Carry on. Yes. So you know, you, I, wait, I look you, at this. But just real quick, yeah, children in a theme park and me—not a good thing.
2: No, or or me, or family reunions that aren't on the side of the family. That actually, on my side of the family, would be the same thing. So essentially, the the family had actually left two three days early because I couldn't take the days off of work. So I was by myself, loose can, home alone. And had a car that, like I said, I didn't know if it was going to start or not. So I'm leaving <laughs> a car that I have no idea I'm going to come back from both a, an expo and everything to a car I have no idea if it's going to start. So I lift, I lift to the, um, you know, the airport. Get down to Orlando, no problem. Yeah. So we get we get through the whole, the whole vacation, and my pockets are are feeling a little uh, light. And and we get to the airport. You know, we're leaving at five o'clock on wednesday i'm thrilled it's my favorite part of the vacation because i am heading home Mm -hmm. yes yeah (laughs) okay so so we we get so we get to the to get the airport everything's good to go and all of a sudden i get a how much hand
1: sanitizer do you pack for a week in orlando oh none i I embrace okay Okay, fair enough i just i just i don't
2: don't shower the the more germs you have the germs fight germs that's what you do
1: there's a cobra hack carry on Mm -hmm. that's right just don't shower
2: um but anyway, so I, so I get, we get to the airport, and we're about to board. I am in a, an amazingly positive mood. I am thrilled. And all of a sudden, I just get a text that just says, your flight's canceled, Frontier. <laughs> That's <laughs> <what> it says. Because <laughs> I have the app. it is there's nothing to do with it. It's just like, you'll get an email to give you more information. That email still hasn't been re- – I've not received that email. So there is 500 people um, in line trying to figure out what's going to go on. In short, it's not another two days until we can leave because Frontier flies to Denver only twice a day.
1: And I, and so, I talked to you the evening after you had been a few hours since you missed your flight uh-huh. and you were on a level of vitriol. I have not experienced with you. Uh, you, you. You were, thank you for not taking too much of a doubt on me. It, it was clear you were in a dark place. So. Oh, it was a
2: very dark place. I mean, if it was basically there's, there's, there was basically lawyers lining up for, uh, you know, like, like, uh, or marriage counselors at that point. I mean, the whole time I'm like, I'm not even supposed to be here.
1: Yeah, If if you were from Wisconsin, your wife would have been, went home with a black eye. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) How does that work? How does that line up? Uh, That's just a cheap shot at my Scani neighbors. (laughs) Aaron Camaro got that one. Uh, his dog's ribs did too. Every time the Packers lose.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. But, But anyway, so I was, I was, you know, um, you know, what do I do? Because now I have to rearrange my flight to yep. go to the expo, and at a minimum, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be there like right before Rock and Roll Residency takes the stage. So the the plan was, you know, right now, obviously, obviously, Walt Disney has already taken my money. The the idea was to well, share- fortunately you're
1: going to Nashville and staying in a hotel that was super cheap. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and the beers very reasonable yeah, yeah. price as well. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, but but no. Initially, you thought you could get there pretty close to the same time, right? No, I, I and wasn't then things spiraled. Well, I'm talking like there was an hour by hour breakdown between the two of us, between mainly right. through text, but
2: yeah. So so then it was like, okay, I can get there decently early. In short, it had to be uh, rescheduled to to leave at three thirty. In the morning, leaving to get to the airport Jesus. for the for the for the five a.m. flight on Friday. So I I know that I'm I have to not only and Friday's the day not, of the not, expo. Yeah, Friday's the day of the expo. So I have you're to you're still go. in Orlando. Correct. So here's the here's the here's a little. Uh, if you look at like the Indiana Jones traveling by map, they all show that yeah, and all flying yeah. around. I go. Yeah, exactly. So I go from Orlando to Jackson, Mississippi for a two-hour layover. Then I go. Then I go to. I don't think I heard about
1: the layover carry on. Oh,
2: well also I'm like sweating the fact that that one's going to get canceled too, you know? (laughs) Um, so then, then it goes all the way back to Denver. I land at noon. I have to get back. I have to board by, by two o'clock in the same airport that I just landed. So just so you understand this, that means I have landed. We have to take a lift 30 miles back to home to get all the shit I need to get. I have to basically, uh, douse myself in some water, then jump back in the car, lift again. No, just realize low cash registers, fifty bucks, fifty bucks getting there. Um, back deck there. I run. I, I seriously ran all the way through the airport. Get on the board. It boards at at, at 230. I boarded at like two thirty-two. Oh man. And then it does a slingshot like I've never been. And I'm like, well at least finally, now that things are getting going, that when I can when I arrive to the the actual hotel I can at least really relax in my room a little bit when I finally
1: arrive. Yeah.
2: And I open the door to my hotel room, and who <laughs> who is in there?
1: Uh, if I recall, it was myself and Ian Wadley of the Rocky Mountain Yeah, Club.
2: <laughs> the two people I did not, didn't remember. Already it was, two didn't sheets
1: went, into an evening of drinking. <laughs> uh yeah. I lose it! <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've been up since three thirty in the morning. I wanted to sneak like like maybe a half hour of rest or something like that because I could not fall asleep. By the way, I was wired yeah. the entire time getting there. Well, the whole well time now I'm knowing like,
1: you're napping habits uh it was for the best but uh I, true I, one thing i i wasn't uh, so hammered that i didn't notice that like you know on top of all this stuff this road weary uh traveling friend of mine you showed up with a bloody eye socket like you, you had pink eye <laughs> or something
0: Yeah, i'm like right. what so the I, hell
2: yeah so so i was yeah, that, i, would, I was, thought maybe was,
1: it popped a vessel on the on the flight or something well, i'll go into that in just a second I, I i'm pretty sure
2: i know where it's from um from the can I tell you just one anecdote? Oh yeah. The... Oh, is this from like okay. going
1: on the back in your Orlando area or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick and we'll get right to the expo, folks.
2: Is that that's yeah, so I show up and I, I look at probably exactly like a man should through all that the story I just told you should look. But but uh yeah, like these vessels it's like an explosion. It's like it's like uh <laughs> uh like it's like those those uh the 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 things outside of Alice Cooper's yeah. uh eyes, except it's all red inside my eyeballs. And and uh yeah, so in Orlando, there was a p- part where it was like, Ari was experiencing a lot of stress there, and then at like midnight, my aunt, who's had like three bottles of wine, we're at a big, big table, and she just all of a sudden says, "You know, I went to the dentist lately, and she, the dentist told me I had upper mouth trauma." <laughs> Pause for effect from giving too many blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, at that point, I had eye trauma. My eye must have exploded right then and there. And and because uh, because I, I looked online, I said, "How can this cause beca- be caused?" And it said one of the reasons is trauma. So boom, lock that in. It still looks like that, by the way. So you're, thank you're
1: you. Like, uh, uh, um. Stimpy on Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> yes, that's,
2: a, that's how. That's a perfect. That's a better version. Yes, that's what I look like.
1: Oh man! Like, yeah. <laughs> well, fortunately, it looked better the next morning. You can still see it if you look closely, but uh, yeah, it was quite a. It was quite an eyesore when you showed up. <laughs> it
2: really was. Plus, we had to be on stage twice and talk to these interview people. I was, you know, they're just like staring to my blown eyeball. So that's how it was for me. But uh, how was your travels, Paco?
1: Well, a guy uh, I barely know uh, offered to take me to the airport for free, and my plane landed a house half hour early so you know <laughs> and, which really fucking sucked because i had to wait 15 minutes for the shuttle i would not have sure. had to wait that 15 minutes otherwise so
2: yeah, any other the same story- thing from- <laughs> any other stories from the road
1: no uh, no you know i will tell you this yeah i landed obviously i had a much smoother uh overall time than you did uh i think almost everybody did i think ralph from rock and metal, his is close to yours, but I don't think anybody no, had any. I beat and, him. Uh, Brian Davis or Brett? Yeah, the, I think it's Brian Davis. Uh, he had a, a pretty significant delay in rerouting as well, but nothing compared to the travels that you had that anybody I heard did this weekend. Mine was was seamless back and forth. So, but beyond that, once I got to the on, on the uh, shuttle ride to the to the uh, hotel, we we were at a stoplight next to a Shoney's. So the first thing I did. <laughs> First thing I did was text a picture of that to Ian Wadley, and he just responded like I just shit in my pants looking at that. <laughs> um, and then I got a text from Stephen Michael asking if I wanted to uh, hitch a ride down to downtown to have lunch with him and Pooney and his wife. And so I took advantage of that. We had a place called Distillery. I uh, had some delicious. Uh, Uh, hot chicken, mac and cheese. Uh, It's like this one little kind of like casserole dish. But so that kicked ass, got back, basically started drinking, ran into Ian Wadley in the lobby, checking in. And uh, uh, you you showed up about four hours later.
2: So you're telling me you actually saw Nashville.
1: Well, yeah, for a little bit, yeah, a lot of, okay. a lot of. It's amazing how many bachelorette parties are going on. Basic, it must be like twenty four uh, seven, because that's it, it was like noon on Friday, and it's all these fucking pedal pubs filled with you know some sort of get together or another, matching <laughs> girls and matching T shirts parading around and you know, you know, tightly tightly worn jeans and shorts and that kind hey, of stuff. So that sounds good to me. Yeah. It was all right. A little muggy, <laughs> <Yeah>. but, uh, <laughs> other than that. Yeah. So I get back to the hotel. Uh, I tried to hook up with as many people as I, I could. I went to where the expo was at since Zach was, uh, on his, like, I don't know, third or fourth meltdown. Um, uh, was, this is, yeah, I like Sniznak. <laughs> neck. Uh that's uh, the tip of the hat to Ralph over at Rock and Metal Combat. But uh or maybe we should call him the Polak and that'll we can uh, pull pull Ian into this whole thing too. Um sure. I don't have as many Pollock jokes as he does. Uh I I, I I stopped riding the school bus when I was six, so uh <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah, the, the, literally, um, I did run into Ian about I don't know I can't remember. Roughly, shortly after I was checked in and, and, and back from lunch, and uh, it was him, David Glenn, and uh, Andy Shawl, who's the guy who was kind enough to give me a ride to the airport. Uh, all just sitting at the bar, and then uh, you know, eventually the expo started. All the events were kind of going on. Ian and I decided to dip out and uh, save a little, a few bucks, and have some beers in the hotel room. And that's when you arrived.
2: Yeah. So we head downstairs and. I'm immediately impressed with the whole scope of, of the expo from the room they have rented out to the just, up, you know, everything already being yep. set up and the, the size. And for you, it must have been impressive. But for me, it was it was kind of mind blowing just seeing it from because I had skipped a year.
1: Yeah, no, it was definitely bigger than the, the second year as well. Uh, one thing that was very impressive was the ballroom where everything was hat was where the the pre the pre pre-con- concert was and the uh, the the opening band Eight Ball was apparently the ones who supplied the stage and backline and it was a pretty impressive stage and backline. I was I was quite amazed. I, I couldn't believe they had their own tour bus. Uh, so they were on first. I had thought Lipstick was going to be the opener, not the second band. Uh, so I. I had that wrong. So when Ian and I went upstairs, the bands were just starting to play. So I actually ended up just missing pretty much all of them and catching just, I don't know. I think we actually came down and 8-Ball was already done, so I didn't see any of them either. Uh, but, you know, the, uh, I know that you and I were both really looking forward to seeing the rock and roll residency, you know, yep. not as Aces Band or Jeans Band, which is awesome, by the way, but just kind of doing their own thing. With uh, We knew some of the guests that like you know uh, were going to be there, like Michael Sweet came up on stage and sang a couple songs. Tony Harnell did some guy from a local band came up and killed it on, uh, uh, whiskey. I, what's that? The uh, ZZ top song hellraisers. And oh, yeah, right. Uh, beer drinkers, beer drinkers, beer drinkers. and hellraisers. Yep. So that, that, that was cool. Um, but the overall thing, uh, the first night, and again, I really like the idea that everything was there. There was no like trying to figure out how people are going to get somewhere. Cause about 80% yep. of the people that come into these things fly in and don't have cars. And so, right. you know, everybody slamming into the back of rock and Ron's pickup wasn't always the funnest thing to do. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but sadly, Ron was not there this year to, to, to even take advantage of that. But, uh, sure. what, what were your thoughts of the, the rock and roll residency?
2: Amazingly talented bands. They, they are able to take these these uh like uh there's only way one way to rock and like add like a thin Lizzy <laughs> element to it with like uh you know, that that's for you. Uh like I love that the,
1: I love the real quick on that. I love that they open up with the Sammy Hagar song and about two thirds of the crowd just turns and looks at Ian Wadley. You got this, <laughs> this, this this guy in a fucking Bo Jackson Raiders jersey, like is getting more attention than the band for about ten seconds and he shook his head and walked out. <laughs> and that they played two yeah, he, comes, band, only he comes back in and like oh he's back so the, I almost, it almost felt like they were trolling him it's your-
2: think they were but but they but they said they sound phenomenal um you know my only thing is i think that they, they, they should have had a better little uh mix
1: of of songs
2: like more uh you know kind of read the crowd i mean they yeah played a Travers. lot of people felt the,
1: that way i i yeah it was a little 70s heavy for me but i don't care about 70s but it's the, it's the stuff they played from the 70s like there were
2: there is from a guy that goes that listens to a ton of this stuff there was at least three songs i was unfamiliar with that's my point okay that's uh, all. are a great I thought, band. I just yeah. I, I, that I, that's, a bit. that's and and the fact that I was really hoping, and we have differing opinions on this too, but but I was really hoping that when when uh, like Michael Sweet, for example, would jump on stage, that he would actually play. He did play one of his songs. Yeah, he, he played, played one of his. The stri- uh, they striper. played Soldiers
1: with him, so. Right,
2: but the other ones did not. All, they just played like a Zeppelin cover and stuff like that. I,
1: I, look, that, I, all. I, I don't think we have differing opinions. That would have been cool sure. for the audience too. But I look at it also from the artist side. It wouldn't just be more fun to just go up and jam and not fucking feel like you're entertaining people to your stuff. I mean, it's kind of a cool way to let go for some of these guys to go up those things, feel a little love from the audience, but also just dig into some tunes they like, man. You know, the stuff they don't get to do. And this kind of offers them that opportunity. But so
2: I'm I'm good either way. I good that. but, But with that said, too do two songs like I was really I guess my biggest my biggest thing was I was really looking forward to hearing a kick song for example you know the point of him being up there that, that that's all that's a minor complaint but
1: uh, very I think you cool. do a kick song without a guitar player from kicks <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know that it sounded any better with or without him not a shot but come on it doesn't,
2: doesn't matter but he's there Might
1: I well know, you know but uh so yeah they, that was great uh, we drank a little more and went to bed sounds about right yeah. Well, the next morning. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, hold on.
2: The, the, for me, being a very unique experience was the fact that we had some of our listeners coming up and, you know, socializing with us. We grabbed a beer right afterwards at the bar. Yep. And that was kind of the. the um,
1: yeah, no, it was great. Uh, yeah. Well, we And we definitely have some stories to share on that level when we get into the next day. But uh, sure. uh, the next morning uh, awakes. And, of course, now I'm dealing with the, the reality that is uh, sharing a room with Lewis Cannon. Um, there, there were two glasses you decided to, because you're such a manly man, you can't mm-hmm. drink a beer out of a bottle or a can. You have to pour oh, it into no. this tiny whiskey glass. So yours was just dried sediment with, with beer. So you had uh-huh. two options. Use the glass that I had already been using for brushing my teeth and stuff like that or clean your own fucking glass. And so three times I in the morning, I found myself like, okay, I saw that you had moved, it had been moved from where I was keeping it, so you had used it, and I had to de-germ it because I just got a guy who's back in from Orlando. Who knows what the fuck he's got on his body? Uh, so I'm cleaning that, and then I'm finally like, God damn it, can you stop using my glass? I mean, I have some boundaries. And this is before you walked in when I was, the bathroom while I was taking a shower with an entire glass wall shower doors.
2: Well, you think I'm checking out your junk? I'm just going in there for my mission. Look, just, you just, a
1: just some boundaries is all. That's not a normal way to handle the things. Well, I, yeah. I didn't think about the glass thing. I We didn't even a have a chance to lock the door either because it had a barn door kind of sliding. Right. The- which, is, which is the thing I also enjoy
2: is, is the barn door where, where people can pretty much hear you blowing, up, blowing it up. And there's no fan in there for a <laughs> high-class hotel. Why no fan? That's all I got to ask you, Marriott. Why no fan? <laughs>
1: Oh man, yeah. So yeah, uh, it was a, it was a real treat. <laughs> and, and then uh, then you instantly are calling room service. Like, fine, I'll just get new glasses. And of course, then you find out that I I have this phobia with room service when I'm staying in a hotel.
2: Yeah, which I don't understand. I like to have my bed made. I like to have things cleaned up, o- put in order. And what is your fear? What do you think they're going to do when you're in there? When they're, they're
1: going to take my toothbrush and rub it up their asshole? <laughs>
2: Which, by the way, I am not no longer getting room service anymore. In any hotel <laughs> after after that description, I have now. I have a phobia. Thank you.
0: I, I thought you needed one.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I need is more more uh, more concerns and anxiety. Oh, oh man. Speaking, speaking
1: speaking of anxiety, but let's uh, let's move on. Yeah, let's get down to the actual day of the expo. We showed up just about oh pretty tight actually, but we we were ready to go at ten o'clock. Um, uh, after a nice breakfast, nice $20 that's right. Breakfast. Yeah, we had a nice, uh, healthy uh, breakfast. The, the breakfast buffet there was solid.
2: It was. It was a good twenty dollars salad. It's better than Shoney's.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was better than Shoney's, which would almost be twenty bucks anyway.
2: Yeah, you're right. That's uh,
1: fine. So yeah, I was good with the breakfast. Um, uh, Michael,
2: yeah, oh, the breakfast breakfast also known as just the meal for you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, much to your chagrin, I, I don't know. I don't. You know, the the problem was you didn't have your little boy toy Rob there to go off and eat with uh, this year. So apparently, that was a huge deal. Maybe, like I said, next year you and Ralph can go eat together, and Ian and I will power drink through the day and just grab a, a slice of pizza before we crash.
2: Yeah, I, I, yeah. The Expo diet: one meal, drinking, fall asleep. One meal. That's just the cycle. Yeah, so had, really it,
1: it, That's how I do it at, like, uh, at a festival, too. I eat real big in the morning, and then I have some before I go to bed. In between, sure. I don't do shit, even if I don't drink. All right, so we get down to the expo. We're ready to go at about 10 o'clock, and that's when the thing started. Uh, and Michael Sweet was our first guest. We had him at 10.15. He showed up pretty much on time. And it was good to know that he actually remembered the show, and uh, we had a good chat with him. And then I think I don't know who who was next it was Tony Harnell and then we had our live panel if I recall right is that is that right I agreed Okay uh but it, it wasn't our live I'm sorry I said live panel it was our live uh our our our, our live presentation of our, our own show so which which I don't know yeah. how did you think that went down we were we were kind of brief but I thought I I thought it went well for the most part
2: Well um you know uh, I was just happy the fact there were people in there it was That's so kind of the big the setup is uh i envisioned it being a more of an open area versus uh another room for whatever reason in my mind but um but i was pleased the fact that that we had about nine or ten people there it was a uh, probably a 20 25 person room um sure next, next yeah, to I it i think there was and, nine
1: total that came into us you know so it's like not quite half full uh, welcome to Cobras and fire my name is Baco, and i am joined by the travel weary loose cannon loose how are you today I am excellent, thank you for asking. We are live at Rock and Pot 3 in Nashville, Tennessee. Um. This is our first live podcast ever, so we yes. edit the shit out of our show, so good we luck to do. So you get to
2: see uh, how we make ourselves sound relatively intelligent and uh, skilled in our profession. Stop. Can
1: you do that again? Can you do that one more time? I was talking over Oh, it. I'm
2: sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, it, it's good because I think these these uh, three loyal listeners represent our entire audience. Yeah. <laughs> so it's great. The numbers are legit. That's right. <laughs> no bots. I, I was like, yeah, no bots at all. <laughs> and... Uh, we are one of the first ones here, so we are actually, uh, Grown Up Rock is next, and we are here to lower the
1: bar for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, make, it, make it easy for them to look good. They gave us... Exactly. A, you got one of these bottles of water, too. I did, I did. What is your review of this bar? <laughs> we well, yeah, were not reviewing not beer today. Ready? Well, <laughs> we're, uh, my, my cap didn't snap when I opened it, did you? I noticed
2: that. I <laughs> noticed that completely. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Stephen Michael of the Grown Up Rock podcast actually just... Uh, Puts these and puts them in the bathtub after he's taken a good one. Ah, nice. Everything like that and fills them up because yeah, this these this is awful. This is like drinking water from a hose. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, <laughs> it's like how do you unfilter water? It, it, yeah. It, it, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, at some point, it it, the at some point this
2: water was was pure, but uh, no longer. <laughs> but yes, uh, that grown up rock podcast is next. Um, uh, the cool thing is, you know, it's great meeting Stephen Michael in person. Mm-hmm. It's a you know, it,
1: it, it's an interesting experience because it's the first time I've ever heard him not at one and a half speed. <laughs> a
2: show, which is the proper way to hear him talk.
1: Yeah, you get through it a little quicker, and it sounds like a person, not yes, he does. I'm going to, I don't exactly. know, hillbilly exactly. Look,
2: the Mooger Fuger is joined us. Oh up. my lord, the Mooger Fugger. the Excellent. one another. We are up to four. Let's put that down. <laughs> We've exceeded our
1: our normal rate. Hey, we passed. Excellent. So it's a banner day for the Cobras that's right. Fire. That's right. That's um, right. Well, there's a lot of podcasts here. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, the uh, Ken mills of course the podfather has uh 23 podcasts yes there. uh and, and uh, i know last night uh, when i was at the bar and, and get, having that beer i didn't need um i was thinking in my head i wonder if ken mills would like to do his podcast with me and he called me right at that moment and just said yes and that was the shortest conversation i've ever had with him too by the way that is true he's very long-winded that one he's so long-winded telemarketers have him on a do not call list <laughs> I agree. We're trying to do a little roll. Oh, hey, Steven You missed your own joke. Uh, we, we, did, uh, yes. we reviewed your water. Yes, actually. Yes. Uh, uh, instead of a beer, we did that. In so. the past?
2: Uh, no. No. They <laughs> you can, you can listen to it on the playback.
1: But anyway, we're moving forward.
2: Uh, yeah. Who else? Also, the, again, growing up, Rock would be the next one. We've got Pooney, who I consider the Walmart Greeter of podcast. <laughs> Smiling, constantly waving, makes you feel like you want to come in and buy something uh, that's dirty and probably. Uh, uh, defective,
1: yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Did you have somebody, Where were we going with the next? Uh, the the is that everybody? Stephen Michael threw you off a game and he brought you back. But uh, I know I had, uh, of course, I had a little burn on uh, um, the Kiss Room. Uh, Matt Porter, yeah, if you've ever listened to the Kiss Room, he has a very positive outlook on all things kiss it doesn't really get dramatic or, or get into it too much he looks at kiss through glasses so rose colored he thinks julian gill is a negative dick
2: <laughs> yeah but 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 really leading up to it you know we we had some notes but because of the whole travels and and everything like that we really hadn't got together and, and hammered out kind of a plan so it was kind of um i think it went well but it was just a lot of uh, i guess anticipation uh, to get to do it and get it done
1: yeah kind of. um that was not a not our best uh, uh, production meeting trying to get, decide how to handle no. that, but uh, I, I think Especially we pulled sense. it off okay.
2: Yeah, especially since the notes were so all over the place there was like an entire there was a there was an entire page of stuff we were going to cover and forgot to cover when we actually did it.
1: Uh, yeah, nah, note, note for next year. Yes. The two of us should talk <laughs> at a time.
2: When we're not interviewing Michael Sweet and other yeah. people.
1: It's like hey, maybe we should maybe that's what we should say, "Hey, we're going to do a live show, Michael. What do you think we should talk about?" <laughs>
2: you know we could have done that we could have done that when i showed up at noon and we went to lunch on friday uh, but that didn't happen and then we could have done it at dinner but that didn't happen
1: yeah so just oh you mean, know what, hey things. we forgot about one big thing i should at least go back and touch on because this is one of the probably big misses for you because of all this stuff is that yep. you you had to miss the dave ellison interview which we oh, had friday night at four I
2: forgot that's the part where i was at the airport and you told me that where i almost lost my fucking mind with the fact that i was this guy that i've always wanted to meet i am going to meet miss him now because of the frontier airline
1: did you ever get a chance to, to say hello or anything like that. I know he was walking around a little bit, but he was one of the ha- least uh, accessible ones there.
2: Yeah, I did see him the the first night, and I was such in a zone that um I went over to, to take a picture uh, with him, and uh, yeah, the picture didn't turn out well. He didn't even get up. He made me kneel like I was going to be be knighted for for service next to his table. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. So well, well
1: anyway, <sighs> real quick on that interview thing, you know, I I, I, I was I kind of knew that Tom Hazart was going to be there. I didn't know he was going to be such a big part of the interview. Fortunately depending on how you look at it, I don't mean this is a shot at Tom. I just, I, it's fucking Dave Ellison. That's the guy I want to talk to. It's not a, it's not a shot at, at anybody, but uh, Dave seems to be pretty intent on including him in all these things. And, and for what it is, it is what it is. Tom was at least good at answering the questions, but, uh, right. Uh, so that was recorded by the expo, uh, sound guy there. And that was in the same room where we did our, our, our live show at, but that was the night before. Uh, but, yes. but, but back to the day of the show. Then after our, our panel, um, uh, or I keep calling it a panel. After our live show, uh, the one thing that has clearly been, you know, keeping you bouncing off the walls all morning is about to happen. Why don't you take the lead from there?
2: Yeah, what's making me bounce all the, the walls is again with all this travel stuff. Is I had to do two things. I had to do the two sides of loose cannon, and that was two sides of the wall, whatever. Right, A presentation where we <laughs> did this wacky. We did this wacky presentation where we make, uh, you know, jokes about Satan's taint on one one side of the wall <laughs> and then and then on the other side of the wall immediately after it i have to basically don a collared shirt look somewhat professional because i'm doing a powerpoint presentation which that powerpoint was put together minutes before it landed um there uh, right directly after it so i'm i'm just just that juxtaposition was 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 just weighing on me that whole morning so i was just glad that I was doing this whole search engine optimization yeah. uh, ways to market your podcast that I had to do it right right after so that's what i was i was looking to get i knew once i get through that i was gonna have fun the rest of the day you
1: see yeah. my meaning yeah was no, there was thing. a uh there was a, a jekyll and hyde to you uh, on both sides of that i will Oof. concur uh yeah. you know I and mean, look you know I, I make funny of you a lot but but uh you were definitely definitely not focused on the first uh few hours of the expo once that was no. uh your 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 teaching class was over <laughs> you did kind of settle back down to earth did you have your first beer at after that point too
2: Oh, yes. That's okay. the thing, too, is I couldn't wait to drink because I didn't want to be drunk when I was doing that, that <laughs> professional side. So <laughs> that, I will
1: never that do that. That was your first mistake. Do it drunk. Yeah, exactly.
2: But, but can I just tell you a quick anecdote about the guy that you – know, you know what? Fuck that guy with the eagles. Just go. Okay.
1: You sure? Do you want me to just do it real quick? Yeah. If you can – like I said, I, I thought the way you did it – Okay.
2: Well, we mentioned there was, what, nine, ten people in there, including yeah. a few hecklers. Um, and the there was a guy who was dressed kind of like Johnny Cash and the The Falconer. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll call him the Falconer. He yeah. was just sitting there, didn't smile for the whole presentation. I was like,
1: you know, I was like, why? Yeah, he here? was actually you in know? our fucking live show, too. That, no, that's what I'm talking
2: about. Is he was at the live show. Oh, okay. Come, yeah.
1: Because he followed into your little teaching thing. Right. But
2: he came up to me right after the thing, and uh, you were standing right next to, to me. He's like, he's like, are you going to be doing you' He goes, you look familiar. Are you doing the presentation next door? Because they had a little board that said, this guy is doing this at this time. And I go, yes, I am. I'm actually going in there next. And he goes, well, uh, that's good because I'm starting to do a podcast, and I'm thinking about doing a podcast about talking about my experience uh, with bald eagles. (laughs) 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 And as soon as, as soon as the words, is that a euphemism?
0: (laughs) <laughs> exactly,
2: <laughs> like oh yes, yeah, nice trimmed. Uh, but but no, as soon as those those two those two words were dropped, immediately Baco, who was right next to my at my side, just ran out of there, leaving me in lurch in the corner of this guy. was he I starts talking about to
1: inappropriately laugh in the man's face. <laughs>
2: but then, but I'm sitting there and he's talking about the fact that yes, I'm going to start a bird watching podcast. And there's so many things going through my mind. Like if you're doing something about birds and watching, I don't think an audio uh media format is the way to go. <laughs> there were so many things wrong but then he goes he goes he seemed very confused he just simply said so next door are you going to be doing this kind of these kind of jokes <laughs> I'm like no there'll be nothing there'll be no wacky humor next door so,
1: yeah. I just... Well, I, anyway, you definitely came back to Earth uh, after after your class. But that, uh, that also uh, is coincident, like I said, okay. when you and I started drinking. Uh, yes. Um, so, yeah, the, the rest of our afternoon, we had Toby Wright, who was fantastic and seemed... Super relieved for anybody who heard our interview that we actually weren't going to talk to him about KISS. (laughs) We had a little fun with him about KISS fans, too. Uh, Who else? We had, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shit. Jason Beeler from Saigon Kick. Who uh, Neither one of us know shit about Saigon Kick. I nope. follow him on social media just mainly because of like uh, trying to keep up on, on any news and stuff. He is hilarious, and I'm glad we did because now I can kind of put a voice to that stuff. He was, I don't know, I think one of the funner chats we had. And I loved them no. all. Everybody yeah. was great, but he was hilarious. No, all
2: the interviews were good. The ones I enjoyed were right after more, right after the the, the first ones. But but I will tell you, the Bueller might be my favorite interview of the day because the fact that it was one of those that um, I'm actually going to go check out The Lizard and their first two albums. It's one of those things where you have an interaction with somebody and it, yeah. you they they so uh they're so endearing to you that you actually want to check out their music more. Kind of like Michael Sweet has been worth me d- diving into the Striper catalog. That's like yeah. cool about these events too, you know. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And yeah, we should touch on that real quick. It they did uh Chris was able to maintain well, like by bringing it to the next level, like you talk, kind of being more of a legit, almost corporate-type feel, but it still had that loose vibe. These guys were walking around. They were approachable. If you wanted 20 seconds with them to get a picture yeah. or something, uh, they would. I know um, a couple of them were charging for autographs, so I don't think that they were necessarily signing anything. Um, I thought the record vendors, even though I didn't buy anything for the third year in a row, uh, were a major upgrade, and I've liked the last two years. Man, I think my only complaint is the $6 Coors lights uh, basically plan
2: ahead have some stuff in your you do have a fridge that's nice you have a yeah but your, you know it's like running up place. to the uh,
1: the room every time i need a drink you saw how fast i drink i'd be in the fucking what? elevator all day
2: you know what there's ways around this they yeah make, i know they make, you started uh, drinking they my make beer. backpacks they make backpacks with insulation Go yeah i
1: no, i look better planning could have saved me a few bucks i'm just saying sure and and i did by the way uh, because you brought some of my beers down and, and tried to drink them in front of my face uh i I was able to save a couple bucks on a couple beers doing it that way uh look for my own convenience i paid the six dollars i could have i could have skirted around that uh absolutely and i did for a little bit just not as much as maybe i could have but uh yeah but uh, but
2: at this this point of the expo i can tell you from the beginning to the end like i remember the first year that five o'clock seemed to take a long time to get there even though i was enjoying it because it was such a Maybe not as intense event, yeah. um, but this time, ta- this time, all of a sudden it was like five or six o'clock. I couldn't believe it was it was already there, Agreed. and I had I and I had decided, you know, that I needed a little bit of rest, so I went upstairs. And uh, you're I cutting went ahead up there of me with, here a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just trying right. to accelerate the process. Of yeah, but I, I get
1: that, but I wanted to touch on one other thing before we get we're out of sure. the room. All right. Yep. All right. Um, but you know, real quick we, we, we should thank everybody that, that we took time to get on our show from the, the fellow podcasters about half of what we wanted to get uh, it really would have been that. fun to get Ralph and Ian on together we've had Ra- uh, Ian on a couple times but those two kind of play off each other pretty good when they're going and, and late in the day would have been probably the time to do that uh, Ken Mills I keep thinking at some point we got to talk to him I wanted Julian Gill to come on and talk about all of his uh, catastrophes that happened with his uh, sure. merch getting shipped to his house uh, but it was so great to see all these people. The, you know. And Sinzak, we basically barely see all day. We, we catch up with him on Sunday. But Aaron Camaro, of course, took time to sit down with us. And BJ from uh, Rock and Rock and Roll. And, of course, our new friend Pete over at the I Love It Loud cast. So uh, thanks to everybody that, that came and, and took time to talk to us. And why don't you touch on that, too, a little bit? Because I got a taste of it last year, but it was amped up quite a bit. Our little show is starting to grow a bit, and people are paying attention.
2: Yes. So uh, two things on that. One to go to the podcasters is is that uh, one of the re- next year I will we will definitely schedule ahead to get people on, because that's one thing that I was I was missing is I definitely want Ken Mills to sit down and, and several other ones to just like do those interviews. So that was one thing I, that was a, a regret for me was not getting to as many people. But going to the, the whole thing about the experience, I was not expecting people to come up. Doesn't matter what they were talking about. The people kept coming up. And citing specific bits of our show right. continuously. Little things like I love this, I love that, and like like reciting quotes and things like that. And it was very surreal, you know? The fact going heartwarming. from Heartwarming. Very heartwarming. And very like just the fact that people are enjoying this and they're it's making their commute less shitty. Um, and things like that. I think that's what it should be like We're Cobra's and fire, making your commute less shitty since two thousand fifteen. It makes I mean, it worth, just, like
1: uh, you and I fighting about how important a dog barking is.
2: It really is. It really, it really, it really, it really, uh, you know, was great. And and, 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 I had no idea just, it's like one of those things you do a one-off on who knew, that my stupid experience destroying a bathroom at Witch Witch would be <laughs> that fucking thing that people keep. I mean, everybody kept coming up to it between your editing of the Witch Witch Do You Won't. I heard that from everybody. You
1: know, it's hard it, to say. I, I heard it from Matt Porter about eight times, so you might be confusing it with everybody. No, but, uh... no,
2: no. I heard it from at least seven people. Uh,
1: how did you do um, on people buying you a beer? I did pretty well, except the fact that um, I think I
2: would have done better... If I was more available this first the the first half. But uh, quite a few people very thankful yeah. for that too. Didn't
1: yeah. Didn't so, thanks that. To everybody that did that That was kind of neat to see of kind of play off of that.
2: Yeah, just of guess the whole thing is that there was not one bit of bullshittery that bit of From any kind of, uh, it was just all nothing but love.
1: Yeah, it really was. Uh, It was definitely the most positive vibe amongst all the podcasters. Even uh, the fact that
2: people are traveling from all over the goddamn place, be it bus or from all parts of the U.S. to hang out, sometimes specifically for our show, mm -hmm. kind of. You know what I mean? Like, what? I mean,.
1: And I heard a handful of people that came over to our table. You would have known if you weren't bouncing around the entire uh, Nashville Airport Marriott. But yeah. uh, early in the morning is when I, you know, when I was kind of manning the table there. I had a handful of people come up and say, "Look, I've never listened, but I've heard a bunch about your show. They they just right. wanted to come by and talk. So uh, hopefully, we get a nice little boost like we did the last couple of years, and we keep go uh, growing and growing. Yeah. You know,
2: let me do this. I have to um, only because I have either- to walk into this this bathroom real quick. I'm okay. going to call you back in 3 minutes so we can finish this up.
1: Right on. Okay, bye. So be- the so the expo ends with uh uh it, 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 kind of an additional show at the end was uh, Dave Elvison's on tour with this thing called Bastery where he's kind of uh uh, doing like a, a storyteller's thing with his career and he's promoting a new record but before we get to that and because I, uh, I, I don't have a whole lot to say on that I would like to say that one thing and I mean this sincerely <laughs> that I really was happy for you about was that you got to feel because you didn't get there to the second year and you missed out on, on what I that was the one thing I thought was like oh man if you were here you would just be feeling a lot of love that our show is getting and the connection we're starting to make with people and it was we touched on a little bit i don't want to go too deep into it because we already covered it but it was definitely amplified this year i'm glad you got to because you put a lot of work into the show as do i and and i think you, you deserve to hear that that people do care and enjoy it and 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 have fun with us
2: no i know i mean what i like is the fact that it just showed that the, the show has evolved i mean we used to be dick jokes now we're dick jokes and toilet humor there so we go people grab
1: <laughs> time to move on to boogers Yes. All right. But anyway, so Bastery. I thought it was fun. Um I Bassomatic. What's that? The Basomatic. I think that would have been a better <laughs>
2: name Bass-o-matic. for a story. Basatic.
1: Now I like Bastery. Uh, okay. yeah, Tony Harnell got up there and sang uh what the fuck Oh god it
2: Yeah, that was
1: kick ass. Uh played some
2: uh some Devil's Island. They played um the the kill it, that the piece sells with everybody getting on stage at the end, that the, the crushing mix of you know, obviously if it's called three, you gotta have his guitar up in the, his yeah. bass guitar up in the mix, and it just sounds phenomenal.
1: Yeah, Jason Beeler joined him for a couple tunes, that was cool. Uh, fuck, Sweet got up there, didn't he, or not?
2: Yeah, I mean, Tom Hazard, were his best going to Target at, at <laughs> uh, 7 in the
1: morning? Outfit. Hey, give it up for him, he sounded amazing.
2: He did, he did sound amazing. He did, uh, he did a great, he did a, a probably better Mustaine, than i've heard Mustaine do in 20
1: years <laughs> <laughs> no joke i'm not making a I, joke yet. I, I, I kind of agree too but uh come on the guy's got cancer right now let's be nice
2: no that's not what i'm saying I'm i know just, of course
1: that's not what now, you're saying you know
2: it's hard it's hard to do Mustaine because he already has kind of a a very uh let's call it unique singing voice so anyway it was good
1: so yeah, we went to the bar afterwards, and uh, Tony Harnell and Michael Sweet showed up, and uh, they were looking at a drink menu. So I I I, I texted uh, my boy Wilson there in Denver, where you're from, uh, a picture. I'm like, yeah, Michael Sweet and Tony Harnell are in a bar I'm in right now, looking at a drink menu, and he's like, where the fuck are you? I'm like, you know, thanks for paying attention, asshole. Uh,
2: this guy nobody uh, pays attention and then
1: super drunk Toomey gets into the picture boy we i don't know if i want to get into too much how his day went because it was fucking incredible but it's a little personal too so i don't think we should touch on that but
2: well i'm just going to say that that sometimes it's not the best idea to drink too much on several fronts there could be opportunity uh, missed opportunities
1: yeah things of this nature yeah anyway uh, but yeah, he was, uh, I saw him kind of like doing that, uh, the, 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 the swerve, the wrong keel stagger. We've all been there where you just, sure. you're the at lean. the end of the night. Uh, talking to Michael Sweet. So uh, at that point, I actually thought that maybe he needed to be pulled away. But when I went over there, he actually was not. It was just everything was fine. So I ended up joining the conversation and talking with Michael Sweet for a little bit. And probably one of, the, definitely one of the, the 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 highlight takeaways for me is that Michael Sweet gave me a hug. Apparently, I needed that. So uh, I really, uh, I really <laughs> enjoyed that. Probably a little too much, but uh, sure. And then what? About a half hour later, you tap me on the shoulder and say, "You might want to go get your boy." Uh, over there. And so I look over the shoulder, and uh, sure enough, he's kind of doing that thing where uh, he's at now at this point, Tony Harnell and Michael Sweet and their whole entourage <laughs> are sitting down for dinner. Wives,
2: significant so others.
1: Yes, yeah. exactly. And so uh, uh, and hopefully I'm Tom not Hazard. embarrassed. Hopefully I'm not embarrassing to be here but he's doing that thing where he's just kind of like hovering behind one of the chairs that people are sitting on and talking to him and they kind of leaning on him and stuff so yeah you sure. sent me over to to pull him out and uh for the most part I was successful uh I, I actually called to me <laughs> to make sure that that didn't come off as a dick move because I was pretty drunk at the time too maybe I was reading it wrong but I just uh I wanted to save but, him a little bit I was so.
2: I was the guy I was the guy that all of a sudden just gave you work I just looked at you and go go take care of your boy over
1: there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're the kingpin uh, well, but I know you don't care. Uh, I have a well, I, relationship with him I want to maintain. But, uh, no, you made no, the right I, call. I,
2: I know. I, I figured you were the man to take care of it. I figured you would diffuse the situation more than me coming over there. You have that extra level. I'm more diplomatic,
1: yes. I, yeah, I, exactly. Uh, no, it, it's all good. Plus, I, just, plus
2: uh, I didn't want to do it. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, but yeah, I, as much as I, as Toomey was drunk, it was, I, I think, about halfway through the beer I was drinking at that time that I realized I was done, and I believe we both retired together that night. Yes, correct. All uh, right, so next but morning had, we get had, up and they, have the same breakfast, decided, right? Go ahead.
2: Right, but but it did, but But of course, uh, as any uh, nutritionist would, would recommend, he had a Cobb salad at one in the morning and then passed out. <laughs>
1: It was the only thing. I, there was like four items on the room service menu. Come on,
2: <laughs> it's funny. Like you start with breakfast, beer, and then end it with with iceberg
1: lettuce. The yeah, uh, it was some chicken. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, the next morning, I get up, and you know, it's like you know, it's six forty five. And I'm like, I, of course you're going to sleep till I don't know as late as you can. I, I yes. stayed, I, I surfed the internet for about an hour and a half, and I'm like, all right, I'm turning the TV on. I'm going to get this day rolling here, and then of course <laughs> you chime in, you're upset with me, like, oh, no respect for you know, maybe other people want to sleep or anything. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, like I want to say Kings of Queens uh, marathon it right. eight in the morning.
1: The weird thing is that like that was what was on TV when we went to bed. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was like, "Why does this never end?"
2: There's uh, only so much Kevin James I can take.
1: Apparently, Lose Cannon isn't aware of TBS.
2: <laughs> Marathons are just random shit all the time.
1: That's pretty much all they do. Is like, if you 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 always know if they're showing one show, they're going to show at least four more. You know, but uh, yeah, but what what a concept! Hey guys,
2: let's play The Christmas Story for four days in a row around Christmas because nobody can just hit Netflix and hit play. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, basically, on tap that morning was breakfast. We actually were joined by one of the people we met the day before, a trucker who basically almost accidentally found out about the expo and podcast, and still decided to drive, you know, eight hours across the country to, to attend it. So it was uh, Jesse. Jesse, yes, it was uh, Jesse, the the only man I've ever seen wear a firehouse shirt in public. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> were you there for when I was giving him shit about that the night before? I don't remember, well, but yes, uh, I do. I do like
2: okay. it. we just have we just got. Into- new fan and we lost it all within
1: <laughs> one episode uh, no jesse was a lot of fun and he's he's exactly the the uh the story that the expo like uh people I, i'm talking about chris sinzek basically Snizack. Yes. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh that's what he wants to hear is that this is reaching people organically and and just can i explain
2: that can i explain that real quick in yeah. 30
1: seconds okay i don't know so if he, i don't guy's... know if you can do it that quick but go ahead
2: i can i can basically how'd you find out about this jesse well Showed up in my feed, and I don't know anything about podcasts. I don't know anything. I happen to like a couple of these bands attending, and I've uh, it basically it was because of these bands and not advertising that it showed up in this feed, uh, like you just said, organically yep. with something he might like. And he decided to make the travel uh, as a result, never. To subscribe to any of the podcasts there at all,
1: and by the end of breakfast, you had him download a podcast app. Uh, make sure that the first one he uh, subscribed to was ours, and then we showed him how to kind of carry on with that. So uh, hopefully, exactly. he's in the truck right now listening uh, somewhere. But he also gave us a good tip. Uh, we should be advertising in truck stop bathrooms above urinals, <laughs> Tried For the long commutes, just pictures of us, yeah. and uh,
2: maybe maybe we could uh, side side uh, business the jerk socks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, the, we have to come up with a new name, like a like a lot lizard cleanup towel, a lot lizard <laughs> <cammy>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, But yeah, so after after breakfast, it was that Ken Mills was hosting a thing that he was kind enough to invite us to. Is that some, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, it was basically an acoustic show with the guitar player from uh, uh, the Rock and Roll Residency, Jeremy Ashbrook, I believe, and his wife, and I apologize. I just don't remember her name. Um, I was still pretty hungover, and it was a really tight room, and I just was, it was was a tough vibe um, for me at the time. Uh so I apologize for not sticking around longer Ken because you know we love you. Uh but uh I did, you know I I did sit through at least you know I don't know five or six songs before we bailed. And well we also enjoyed the fun size with uh Aaron Camaro. Um Yeah, that was that was good too. So then uh so we're getting done with the, the Ken Mills thing and of course Aaron Camaro was kind enough to drive us around. In a, what what kind of car was it, Luis?
2: Uh Aaron Camaro drove us around in the Camaro.
1: I love the fact that we were like we loved that and he's like got to live the bit, Baco. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah, how far are you going to take this,
1: Aaron? It's amazing. As far as he needs to. Yeah, we got to swing by his house on the way to Sinzac, or I'm sorry, Sniznax, uh, yeah. where we saw the the the, the brand new uh, uh, Cob- uh, Cobras on Fire Decibel Gig Studio, and then off to Sinzak for some beers. Uh, you know what? I- not a lot of detail here because we just a bunch of podcasters sitting around getting drunk in a garage, but sure. I, I just love this part. You're kind of winding down. We finally get to talk to Chris, spend some time with him, mm-hmm. uh, and, and 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 it seems like he enjoys that part of it too. So again, Chris, thanks for the event. Thanks for having us. All that stuff that we've covered up to this point. You really are. Uh, 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 you're one of the thousand points of life that light light that uh, George Bush used to talk about. Uh, but sure. yeah, who was all there? It was like uh, Bushy from the, the the plug with Bushy and uh, and Mountain Man. We had both uh, Ian and Ralph from Rock and Metal, you and I. Uh, well, obviously Chris and Aaron and Chris's brother, Eric, Chris's wife. And I think, I don't know if it was Bushy's girl or, or uh, wife or whatever, but uh, uh, the woman he was with and, and his daughter. And uh, yeah, there was some yep. inappropriate language being thrown around in front of a 14-year-old. But she seemed to be a little, little uh, what do you call it, street ready for that kind of stuff?
2: Sure, yeah. Yeah,
1: this was your first time doing this. Last year was like my first time getting to be yeah, hanging out with those guys. What would you think?
2: Oh, that was great. I mean, I, I, plus the fact that uh, Chris owns the most famous fence in all of the Expo. That picture of all of us lined up there—it's yeah. it's online. That thing is amazing. And the fact that he had some of my favorite appetizers ever—the sizznacks. Those are delicious <laughs> that he is serving. God. And, um, no, it was just a good time. I mean, I mean, when I, when I, when I first envisioned going to the expo, I always thought, you know, this isn't enough unless I sit into a, sit, sit inside of a garage for, for nine hours and sweating, uh, next to, Ian, next to to, <laughs> to, to, to other, other podcasters. We were there if five hours that, tops. That is that is the only bit of authentic. You, you can't have an expo experience without the authenticity of a. Of well, a national I know you're a bit of a taskmaster.
1: Garage. It's like you you need validation to do anything. Like you can't go and hang with people unless there's a concert and it's one you like. Sure, and, and you, you you at least need to be on the fence with the opener, and then afterwards mm-hmm. you have to have dinner yeah. plans at a special place. And if that's okay, you're going to hit these. You know, so is this is not really your wheelhouse. You know, this is basically no, my childhood. You know, I
2: tried, and, and there was no, there was no way I could could show up late and leave early
1: yeah exactly you know, yeah so, you're basically was, stuck in lives. the back of aaron's uh, camaro <laughs> yeah because because right because because chris chris whoa
2: that we should say too that we actually saw the decibel geek studios we can I, verify I it, is not, it is not it is not an adobe hut okay
1: you yeah know, well, that, it wasn't last year either this is the new one though this is not the one that we we've ripped on in the past
2: i understand but uh, yeah, i tell you i mean it was it was a great listen for me uh, the fact that I could that I could enjoy myself didn't want to didn't want to arrive late didn't want to leave early uh, except maybe a little earlier than the the Uber we took
1: back. <laughs> yeah, well, if we didn't do that, then we would have stiffed uh, Ralph and Ian with a full Uber ride, but. Uh... I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm no, kidding. No. Uh, it was, uh, by the way, I I, I actually I, I talked to Ian a lot last year and this year, but I, not quite as much with Ralph. I I got to talk to him a little more, and and uh, that was uh, that was enjoyable for me. He he opens up a little bit when you get going. Yeah, when you're just kind of hanging around, he he kind of sits back and almost seems like he's not there. <laughs> I'm not. You have nothing to say, huh? <laughs> uh, come on. And Bushy was a lot of fun to talk to too, man. No. Anybody with a Southern uh, uh, accent like that is always up my alley, you know? Because up here in no. Minnesota, we, we don't have an accent, don't you know? No. In
2: all, in all seriousness, the the hang at uh, Christmas was one of the highlights of the weekend. L- loved hanging out with everybody. There wasn't a, a dull, dull moment in that group, and it just shows the the way that music can unite people, um, as well as uh, appropriate jokes.
1: It would, be, it would be fun to tally up the hours of podcasts that are available of just the shows that were standing against that, that fence. Uh,
2: exactly. That's the, what I mean. Like, do we, it's we have all, any fans that all... are
1: statisticians that want to dig into that for me? Uh, oh I would I would like to know, but uh, well, before I let you go, I would like to at least mention a few people that were missed this year, and and not having them there it did it, it was notable. And that's yep. Joey Joey Haney from Rock Strikes Ten, who basically you brought into my universe. Uh, so thanks for that. Uh, Paz and Sod, same thing, honestly.
0: Yes, uh, yes. Eric Paz and, and uh, Craig, definitely.
1: your your absence was noted. Uh, yep. The, the the smart version of Cobras and Fires I've said in the past, and also, I always one, enjoy three, the eight minutes of conversation I have with John Lamero. Did I miss anybody?
0: <laughs>
2: um, I'm sure there are, but but like uh, like that one show that that Paz and Sadas does, where it's like a three and a half recap, where it's like a stern broadcast. That's that's always fun listening to. So it'll be missed.
1: Yeah, no doubt. You know, I know you got a lot. I know you have so much time on your hands today. I kind of pulled you uh, into this out of the blue, so I thank you for your time. Uh, Any other thoughts about the anywhere that we talked about? Did we miss anything? Anything you wanted to get into? I'm sure we
2: did, but we'll we'll cover it as little anecdotes in future episodes. But uh, I think this is this is a pretty uh, long version of um, what was supposed to be a half hour conversation during my sabbatical so i enjoy i appreciate our time
1: yes yes and since uh we're both uh, been been in podcasting for exact almost exactly the same amount of time pretty soon uh, we can look forward to becoming roommates full time so sure yeah, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> definitely definitely i want a dog uh, <laughs> yeah
2: you know is 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 there a hobby that you could lose more money at than podcasting
1: uh, yeah being uh, be in a band
2: being a band
1: or yeah, being not even ba- close, or being, or being a kiss collector. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, all honesty, thanks for... Of course. I'm, I'm so glad you, you, you took the time today. And I'm. I, it really does mean a lot to me that you, you were able to make that trip because I, I know just from talking to you the few times I did over those few days, what a fucking train wreck that was. So, and also thanks for entertaining the listeners with your story of that. Uh, but hey, if it makes you feel better, you remember when I we walked down to kind of settle the check because you left about an hour before I did at 4.30 in the morning? Uh, sure. You got free Starbucks. An hour later, that display was gone. So that's pretty much the same as all your travel exploits. I have to drink Burger King coffee at an airport. That sucks.
2: One win. So I have one win. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to put that over this. All
1: right. Cheers, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Later.
2: This is Lewis Cannon. I'm on sabbatical. How may I help you?
1: Hey, how's it going, man?
2: Um, I'm on sabbatical. How can I help you?
1: Uh, would you like to say sabbatical 17 more times, or am I missing <laughs> a joke here?
0: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy Football